0: So as we go forward here, I thought I'd let you know that Amy and I are going to be sharing this station for a while. It's a bit of an experiment. And right now, I just want to share with you something that we've been thinking about and talking about for a while. And uh, it's about learning. And it's about the fact of that it's about journeys. That There are lots of different journeys we go on in our lifetime. There are lots of different adventures that we have and there are lots of opportunities for learning. And I was thinking about something that not, there's that saying, not all who wander are lost. Because it doesn't matter matter if if at some point in our lives we feel lost Uh, because there's a solution for that we can be found, we can explore, we can learn our way through, some, through that feeling of, uh, when we, of feeling lost. When I feel lost, it usually is accompanied by confusion. And probably there's no greater stress in my life than that feeling of feeling lost and confused. And it it really creates a great deal of stress in my life. And one of the things I've learned is that's the very time I need to lean in to those feelings of feeling lost and feeling confused and gain clarity. That's the most important thing I can do is to gain clarity. And in order to gain clarity, it means I need to be reflective. I need to ponder. I need to sit with the feeling of this feeling of loss, this feeling lost, this feeling of being confused. I need to sit with it and not reject it, not deny it, not bury it, not uh, and not chase it or feed it, but just to observe it and f- feel it and and think through what's going on for me, to feel into you know what's going on. Why am I, you know, wonder why I'm feeling this way? What is really going on? And over the decades, I've learned how to how to work through that. And I mean, the, the most important thing I've ever done is to allow myself to feel lost, to feel the that forlorn confusion, and just sit with it and be with it and make friends with it, because there's lessons in that confusion. There's lessons in that feeling lost. And the lesson is always about me getting to know myself better. Oftentimes, I'll think it's because of this happened or that happened, or, uh, that there's these external factors that have been affecting me in my life, that that's the reason I feel lost or confused, and it's not. It's, it's about what's going on inside me. It's about the reactions Uh, that I'm, uh, the the reactions that I'm having. And I'm I'm having an emotional reaction and I'm chasing and following those emotions. Instead of taking the time to feel them and get to know them and then choosing how I want to respond rather than simply just reacting like Pavlov's dog every time you hear the bell ring or you hear uh, bacon sizzling in the pan or you smell that smell of bacon cooking, that you suddenly feel uh, you know, your saliva glands get going. We are much more than dogs. We are much more than reactionary animals. We, are, we have the ability to sit, feel, and analyze, and then choose how we want to respond to life. So I guess uh, when, you know, when you're feeling lost and confused, sit with it, feel it, work it through, gain clarity. And whatever time that takes, whatever you have to do, that's the most important thing you can do. So if you have questions around, if you're feeling lost in 2018, you're feeling a sense of confusion, uh, feel free to uh, chime in here and share your thoughts and ideas and questions. And Amy and I will try to do our best to answer. And Amy uh, is going to chime in here with her thoughts after she listens to what I said. And... uh, Really appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen and spend some of your time with us.
1: Hi, so this is Amy, and I'm going to respond to what my hubby, Bubby, said last. (laughs) Um, We were talking about learning, and this morning I had a few thoughts, and I wrote them down in my journal. And based upon what Greg said, I decided I'd like to share that with you. Um, So my January 7, 2018 entry, Sunday, began like this. So Greg and I, we were horsing around on Google, checking out terrains and landmarks. And I got this big, fat, pregnant idea to stalk out my ex's house, see where he was living, because the cat was curious. And I was shocked because he was living in a big swanky house with a property like we had before when we were together. And I was angry because of how he played the victim card during the divorce and took everything, including my kids and business and the house. So I wanted him to be sick or hurt and even die, to get back at him, justification, karma from the universe. But then I realized that we do not control karma. Really, it's just cause and effect. So then I thought my ex as a bacterium <laughs> and amoeba <laughs> or paramecium or giardia, boomeranging against walls of society in the light of gold and material wealth. He's not the smartest fella, not the sharpest tool in the shed. And he'd asked to live in the tyranny in his head. The rules and values and beliefs that hold him captive to a life he doesn't want to live. So he makes his own course. It is not mine. That was Yvonne, Vaughn's life. That was my past name before Amy. Yvonne was controlled by conditioning, from the in-laws, parents, sisters, uncles, cousins, society. Amy's life is a fun adventure intentional, present in each now and the next. So the conditioning has to be left behind so that I can live a life I consider worth living. And I need to figure out what's my dream life and legacy. I just have this fear of not being taken care of in my old age. And um, thinking about being self-sufficient so that we can travel and yet have somewhere to live when we get older and can't work anymore. And that's something real with Greg being older than me. However, I'm committed to taking care of myself and having my own back, and I won't let anything bad happen to myself. I'm usually a prudent person, but adventurous at the same time. Sometimes I say my head's in the clouds, but my feet are planted on the ground. And besides, a person can gamble on a life script, and it doesn't go that way. People need to be adaptable, and that's the life of entrepreneurs in business and life as a business, so to speak. A very important person in my life 12 years ago foreshadowed today with the inscription he wrote in a book he wrote and gave me. It was Greg, my business coach at the time. He wrote on this book, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you did not do than by the things you did not do, which meant not accomplish what you set out to do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. Love, Greg Dixon. And 12 years later, I realized he was so right and it still applies to me today. And who knew that he would be writing those words not only to me, but to himself today. Hi, this is Amy again, and I was talking about my clarity journey, and I wanted to continue on with what I wrote in my journal um, this morning, and it was regarding Theodore Roosevelt. He wrote in eighteen ninety one uh, the Critic, and he wrote um, in point form, I wrote, "The credit belongs to the man in the arena." with dust sweat blood strives strives valiantly errs there is no great effort without error or shortcomings striving knows the great enthusiasms devotions spends himself in a worthy cause who knows in the end the triumph of greater achievement and if fails at least fails while daring greatly <clears throat> so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. I lived by those words in 2006 to 2008 while pursuing life in business and in my personal life. I didn't know where I was going to end up when I chose to leave everything behind. I just knew I didn't want to live a broken life of defeat and so I made the great change. As well, while I was pursuing the business and would have doubt at times, the critic was my motto, and its beliefs expressed are also those of my own. And it's those words that gave me strength against naysayers who attempt to compress me with their standards of happiness and success. Their trajectory is theirs, and I was born a free spirit into a world of great intrigue and fascination. So I'm going to honor my choices. Write Amy's life script as it unfolds and just be without remorse for being eclectic and outside the box and norms. And as I travel amongst different people and cultures, my mind and thought patterns will change along with experiences, new thoughts, feelings, understandings, and I will see that I'm not so very alone wanting to be the eclectic wanderlost journeyer in my life of dreams and, and choosing." There are other people like me and different than me, and not all people live by the common ideals of a society in Canada or peoples who are encroached upon by similar ideals of conformity. I'll look back on these words in moments of doubt, and hopefully they will give me strength and peace of mind, rejuvenating me with the love and my desires to follow my passions and loves. Life is an education, a learning I've spent my whole life in school, grade kindergarten to grade 12, and then nursing, journalism and writing, then grade 10 to 12 again, biological sciences for four years, laboratory research for three years, transcription, business development, landscape gardening apprenticeship. I was a business and medical secretary, a workshop facilitator, a coach for neonatal and La Leche parents a facilitator and advocate for families of children with special needs, a fast food worker, managers and supervisors, janitor, artist, painter. It was all an education and learning through diversities. When I read about Louis L'Amour's biography of the successes he had in his life, how eclectic and thorough it was, I was in awe and amazed. I wanted to experience life so grand and be a writer who could take all of those experiences and use them to be a great writer. I don't want to die a stupid, ignorant woman. I want to experience the mind of an expanded imagination and knowledge, to be able to take valuable wisdom from a phase of my life and use it to create the next component. That's a great gift and challenge of life, one that I embrace. The years with my ex, building the house and gardens, creating and operating the business, raising children, losses, the time span of resetting and rebooting, those are all moments of learning and education of life, defeats, and victories, all meant to help me move through all the veils of the greater consciousness. I like to think I move to a higher level or turn towards a greater achievement of consciousness, the learning and the meaning and greatness of life and each individual being, learning the spark of my life. So when I think, so the learning of, hi, this is Amy again, and I kind of got cut off on the last recording so i'm not really sure where i stopped reading out of my journal but i'm going to start right here um so i was writing about uh i i like to think i move to a higher level or turn towards a greater achievement of consciousness the learning of the meaning and greatness of life and each individual being learning the spark of my life So when I think of the whole scenario of 2005 to 2008, 2009 to 2017 here in June, those were all sessions in school to me. Each time there was a defining moment of change and realization, and I graduated with honors and moved on to the master's programs. I think over the course of my life I have a doctorate in achievement and wisdom, that as a professor, I wish to give to others my legacy of self-love and wisdom from all my life experience and learning. So, I am living my life of exuberance, loving life, learning, and I am magnificent. Well, that is the final part that I wrote in my journal for today. I always have more thoughts, and I always write more, and I'm using up a whole book, it seems, <laughs> just for this week. Mm. And uh, I am sitting here now with Greg, and he's going to chat that's a little pretty. bit more. Hey, cutie pie.
0: <laughs> Press and you hold. So I think that that's uh, a great awareness, Amy, and thank you for your generosity of sharing that very meaningful and private journal entry. Um. You know, I think that you are living what I talked about in my earlier segment about seeking clarity, about allowing yourself to feel, Uh, because what led up to this journal entry was a couple of days of reflection of you feeling into uh, your life and your past and, and feeling things and conversations that we've had, things that we've talked about. And so you didn't run away from those feelings. No. You embraced it, and you looked at it, and we talked about it. And you slept on it, and here you are with this clarity this morning.
1: Yeah, first thing I thought about was, how much would it cost to live in Hawaii?
0: Yeah. So we're laying in bed, right? (laughs) We're waking up, and she says... Do you, do you think it's crazy? Is, how much I wonder how much it would cost to live in Hawaii. Do you think that? Oh no, actually, I think you asked if you become an American citizen, could you live in Hawaii? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's part of the union. But and that being said, uh, you don't have to become an American citizen to live in Hawaii. Us Canadians can go to Hawaii six months, six months less a day, I think. Uh, in we can go and live in America and then we have to return back home I believe. Not sure exactly how it works, but But yeah. So there's so how does that clarity and your desire to and we've been talking about lifestyle design and thinking yep. about our lifestyle, mm-hmm. how important what what role and you look at this experience. What role does this clarity do You think this clarity is going to play in your ability to give yourself permission to live the life you want?
1: I think so. Um, I believe that I won't go backwards. When you get understanding um, of something about yourself, I believe you move forward. Mm. Maybe you'll stagnate for a while and think about it. You know, reset, reboot. Go back to default, but I believe we move forward, taking the understanding—at least I do, anyway—and right. using that clarity to move to the next level, beyond the into the veils of uh, our greater consciousness.
0: Right, because the the thing about uh, the thing about that is is that we can you can take this wisdom. The fact that you've now journaled about it, wrote about it, and talked about it will cement it permanently into your memory and into your and and you'll be able to use it then because you've expressed it hey Z here I wanted to just give a heads up and thank you for that amazing segment very good man I think that segment's going to change some lives man if you are fortunate enough to have access to your emotions and then on top of it get it from the uh, amygdala through the mammalian part of the brain all the way up to the frontal cortex and actually think about those emotions and decide on the feeling. Man, that stuff is huge! So, Z, well, you know, if it does change some lives, that would be a wonderful thing. And, you know, we're just, Amy and I are just simply sharing our story here. And appreciate your really kind words. Look forward to getting to know you and thank you for sharing. Amy, did you wanna have something for Z? Hey
1: Z. I thought it's kinda of funny how you call yourself the combobulator. I was <laughs> thinking of myself more as the discombobulator. <laughs> um, you know, trying to get rid of rid of all that bouleversé, which means topsy turvy in my mind. <laughs> but I've been working on the development of my prefrontal cortex of the brain, listening and developing my intuition, and unleashing the power of the female brain. Doobie, 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 doobie. That's quite the <laughs> that <work> and buzz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. And, you know, and I, I just need to say, Z, that uh, I understand what you mean now by emotional access You know it's something that's been in the works for a long time but really it's only changed in the last decade of my life and it really was because of my study of Buddhism because through a a number of different teachers over the last decade I've been able to break through my primitive thinking blocks barriers and behaviors and so what I want to share with you is just what I've learned and hopefully this might be helpful to you or other people but the very first uh, book I read was by a fellow named Yonge Minger Rinpoche, mm-hmm. who was a very uh, a Tibetan Buddhist uh, meditation teacher and master. And I read his book. Uh, it was, um, I think, it was called "The Joy." Um, what was it called again? "The Joy of Living: Unlocking the Secret and Science of Happiness." And one of the things he said in there and and it was my takeaway, it isn't exactly quoting the book, but do not deny, chase, or feed emotions, thoughts, and feelings. And what we do instead is we try to become the observer of it, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So like I said, I I began studying Buddhism a decade ago, and I've read, heard, and integrated so many lessons and learnings from the various Buddhist books and teachers I've sat under and concepts that I've heard. And Buddhism has been a very practical, experiential, and transformative opportunity for me. And the other thing I want to say about Buddhism is people think of Buddhism as a religion. My experience with Buddhism is it's not that it's a religion, but it's a way of life and a way of thinking about life. So the fundamental two most important teachings that really resonated with me the most was something, uh, Buddha said something along the line, don't believe what I say. Go out and prove it to yourself. And I found that really, that gave me a lot of hope because it meant that I had control over my experience, control over how I wanted to be. The other, uh, I'm going to give you a paraphrase of the very first Buddhist book I read, which was by Yungay Mingo Rinpoche called The Joy of Happiness. The joy, what was it called again? I forget the name of that book. for some reason. Joy of Living. The Joy of Living. And uh, Something to the effect, do not deny, chase, or feed emotions, thoughts, and feelings. Observe them like you would a movie or a bird flying in the air. Now, that's my very liberal interpretation of what he said. uh, But these two concepts changed me to my core. So it allowed me to be more the observer of what's going on in me than being... The actor on the stage being the director and observing and watching the movie of my life play out now there's a third practice a breathing practice that's become the bedrock of my life and my spiritual practice so these three things don't believe what i say prove it to yourself it came from buddha and my interpretation is don't deny chase or feed emotional thoughts and feelings observe them like you would a movie or a bird flying in the air in a breathing practice called uh, the Heart Breathing Technique, which was communicated to me in a meditation session. And I've taught it to many people who've been able to actually pause the mind and get into a state of relaxation. works very effectively. Anyways, I just thought I'd share that with you. hope that's helpful. And uh, thanks for calling in, Z. Amy and I have enjoyed... Uh, this series and really appreciate your interaction.
1: Is he the guy that was talking about the bacon?
0: No, that's that was Colin. Oh yeah Colin. I
1: was hey I wanted to say
0: okay, go ahead, Amy.
1: Oh I just wanted to mention to Colin we were uh drooling over bacon and uh I wanted to talk to you about my camping experience. Um and there's nothing better than the smell and taste of eggs and bacon and burnt toast on the fire. (laughs) It's worth venturing out into the morning coolness out of your sleeping bag because the meal's worth it. It's just awesome. Even if you're eating, you know, crap dinner, for some reason it tastes better outside. (laughs) Crap dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Egad.
0: Oop, 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 No no direct um, uh, inference to craft the the trademark name Craft Dinner and all no no oh, we no. wouldn't do that no no we, no, wouldn't, no, do that. we wouldn't no no <laughs> <laughs> good stuff Colin good uh, how's things going with you guys, with you Colin I haven't haven't interacted with you for a while I've been away and nice to see you uh, on anchor all right so Amy has one more thing we're going to talk about this Sunday morning and we're talking about the difference we've been talking about lifestyle design. And I made the comment to Amy that we need to really explore and share this idea she's had and she's developed over the years something called a life script as opposed to lifestyle design. So go ahead, Amy. (laughs) I don't know
1: what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Yes, you do.
1: (laughs) Well, um, I had this business. I created an animated puppet theater and it was all animatronic with some live stuff it was all pre-recorded I wrote the script and I had it recorded um, in New York City in a uh, recording studio and then it was amalgamated with a talking tree who told the entire story of this animated (coughs) puppet theater and we had it served it up dinner theater style for children and it was awesome I wrote this script and it was you know i wrote this puppet script and it was my ticket to realization that i could write my own life script
0: Hmm. cool
1: um i don't
0: know is it interesting though how uh, i think what's interesting about that amy is the fact that you took something that was that yeah. had a very specific business purpose about creating a script and that experience of learning to write a script for performance for a business that you had. And then you've now taken it into something that you, we're talking about. You have this skill now that you've developed for yourself about creating your own life script.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I decided I wanted to dance in my dreams awake mm. and follow and become my passions, live my daydreams, not just sit in my desk and look out the window waiting for recess or a bell
0: <laughs> or
1: the Dickie D ice cream truck
0: the, <laughs> the summer mm, fair the
1: perfect mate car better weather there's so many excuses and reasons why we give our, that we give ourselves to not engage in a life of our wishes and dreams and not choosing our own course mm. so I had to decide what my life design would be what right. role did the clarity of my life playing my ability to give myself permission to live the life that I want to live. Mm. And I want to take those experiences, creating my life script and mm. use it to coach others through the experience of writing their own life script, Awesome. the movie of their own life and their own endeavors and dreams. And I hope to change lives. Well, I think it will and regarding that it's like writing your own movie you you do all the things you choose the setting the characters the plot the climax which antagonists do I want to conquer in my life who's going to be the main character in my movie script who's going to be the director
0: get to be your own Netflix
1: (laughs) who's gonna be the director my old baggage yeah not Mm. yeah
0: yeah, so I'm going to allow all the conditioning, expectations, judgments, projections, and, and uh, uh, crap that I've been carrying around, other people's thought baggage that I've assimilated and accumulated my whole life. Am I going to allow that to run my life, or am I going to choose to sort, filter, delete, reformat, and reinstall and create my own life script, which becomes kind of the operating system?
1: And when you get to that level, there's no going back. It's not possible to right. stagnate. Uh, you might reboot, default, but eventually mm. you'll take understanding and clarity of whatever you've been through and you move through to the next level.
0: It'll change the, you. Yep. Yeah,
1: in through the veils of the greater consciousness.
0: Mm. Yeah, because you can't help but expand by doing that work. And, yeah, it's going to be some work, but you know what? You're going to put the time in anyways. It might, take, it might take you a few weeks or a month or a year to really figure out the life script that you want to live. But you're to um, put that year in anyways, right?
1: Right. And, um, you know, I, I do this by journaling and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our discussions like we do in the morning with mm-hmm. coffee. And I take, yeah, that's
0: about it. That's yeah, all, folks. Yeah, we're running out of time here, <laughs> folks. But anyways, if you have any questions, let us know. We'll try to answer them.